Our scripture lessons today come from both the Old and the New Testament. Listen from the book of Ecclesiastes. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And the reading from the New Testament comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 14 and 15. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It is an honor to be invited to preach on the Sunday when we honor Jeff O'Grady. He has been our leader, preacher, pastor. For me, he's been my personal friend. On this special occasion, I want to ask this question. What time is it? Never before have you and I asked the questions of time so often. Is it time to open our schools? Is it time to visit our family and friends? Is it time to travel again? And finally, is it finally time when we can worship in person here in our church? The calendar tells us it's April 2021, but what time is it in your life? And what time is it in the life of our congregation? As we ask this question, I'm reminded that the New Testament uses not one, but two words for time. Chronological time, chronos, and kairos, the right time, the opportune time. As I thought about time earlier this week, I reached into the very back of a desk drawer and came out with this remarkable old pocket watch. Here is a 2021 watch. It can take your pulse, measure your steps, count your calories. Probably by 2022, it will be able to make your coffee. Both the 1901 watch and the 2021 watch measure quantitative time. They both are involved with Kronos. I don't know how it came into my possession. I hadn't ha put it in my hands for years, decades. But I went to an old watchmaker on Tuesday in La Cunada. He struggled to open it. He said there should have been a key, but the key was long since lost. And after about 30 minutes, he suddenly was able to open the back of the watch. He said, oh, and now he had his magnifying glass. Oh, there's a serial number here. He said, wait a second. 
He went to an adjoining room and bought out an old book, thumbed through this old book and went back, 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 back. He said, oh, this is 1901 when this watch was manufactured. It must have been my grandfather's watch. Well, that got me interested in asking the question about time. And as I researched it this week, I discovered that time, up until the end of the 19th century, was when a person would stand in the middle of a town or village when the sun was at its zenith, and that individual would set the time of the clock for that town. Then enterprising individuals would go throughout the town to Mrs. Jones and Mr. Smith's house, and they would say, this is now the time. Now the problem became when you traveled by horse to another town and you discovered their time in that town was different than the time in your town. And it all became very jumbled when the railroads began traveling people great distances at increasing speeds. So in 1883, a meeting was convened in Washington, D.C., and four time zones were set up for the first time, Eastern, Central, Mountain, and Pacific. And time was now synchronized in those time zones. I want you, however, to consider a different kind of time this morning, what the New Testament calls Kairos time. Oh, yes, we have chronos time. That's the time in which we live, and it's the quantitative time. But kairos time is qualitative time. That is the time that Jesus invites us into as we live into his discipleship. Let's explore what this kairos time means. Various translations call it the right time or the opportune time for each of us. I want to suggest that the way we answer the question, what time is it, will determine how we live into the succeeding weeks and months of 2021. As we answer that question, there are several options. One option is to move the clock backwards, to go back in time. Yuval Levin, in his book, The Fractured Republic, Renewing America's Social Contract in the Age of Individualism, argues that many Americans today are caught up in a nostalgia for some golden era of the past. He writes, nostalgia is at the core of the frustration that so overwhelms our politics. Levin, who identifies himself as a conservative, he worked in the George W. Bush administration, contends that conservative and liberals have different nostalgias and each blocks the other from moving creatively into the future. I want to expand Levin's argument and talk about the fact that we in the church can also be caught up in nostalgia. I grew up in Glendale, graduated from Glendale High School. In our Young Life Club, we would have 250 kids. One day we had 350. We had to expand out of the living room back into the backyard. My young life leader directed me to begin attending the Glendale Presbyterian Church. And there on a Sunday morning, we would have a hundred high school kids singing loudly. Oh, sometimes I think of those memories as I communicate with my various high school classmates. But friends, we cannot go back. We cannot go back to a golden age. The walls of our church are filled with photographs of the 
first 80 years of this marvelous congregation. But we cannot go back. We must live in the present. So a second option is depicted in the book of Ecclesiastes. We need to live in the present time. The writer declares, for everything there is a season, a time to plant and a time to pluck up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. We may be familiar with those words, but we may miss what the writer is actually intending. He's really asking his audience, is it time to keep silence or is it time to speak up? That's the question we need to ask today as we live in the present time of a pandemic, economic dislocation, hate against Asians, climate change. But we can also be ready because of Kairos for the possibilities ahead for this congregation in what we believe is God's time. Sometimes Kairos can surprise us. In 2004, 2005, a search committee, what we call a pastor seeking committee, convened in the San Marino Church. The previous decades had experienced some downs as well as some ups in ministerial leadership. And as that committee sought across the nation for a new senior pastor, Gary Demarest made a recommendation. I think you should look at Jeff O'Grady. So the committee, I can imagine this now, got his resume out and one person said, oh my goodness, he hasn't served as a pastor for the last 11 years. He's been at Princeton Seminary as director of admissions and recently as dean of students. And then another member might have said, oh, he's only served as a pastor for seven years in his entire life, and that was as a youth minister. My goodness. But in God's good Kairos time, that committee in its prayers and its discernment called Jeff O'Grady to be our pastor. And you and I have been the beneficiaries of his marvelous ministry in these past 15 plus years. And so as we say Godspeed to Jeff and Lynn as they get on his motorcycle and drive to Nashville to participate in country music, we're grateful for his ministry among us and for Jeff and Lynn's presence. But we're also blessed in going forward into the future again through a process of prayer and discernment, our search committee has called Jessica von Lohr to be our preacher, leader, pastor. And she, along with the marvelous church officers of our congregation, hold for us a bright, shining future as we now discover what it means to be a post-pandemic church. I must admit that I cannot seem to preach any sermon without mentioning Abraham Lincoln. As Lincoln began his presidency early in the Civil War, Charles Sumner, a strong anti-slavery senator from Massachusetts, kept badgering Lincoln that he ought to emancipate the slaves now, do it now. Now, Sumner had earned his courage for just a few years before, sitting one late afternoon in the Senate chamber, a congressman from South Carolina came in, approached Sumner, took out a metal-tipped cane, and began smashing Sumner over the head and over the shoulders, beating him into unconsciousness 
most people felt at the moment beating him to death because of Sumner's anti-slavery position. Somehow, Sumner, it took him years, finally survived and came back to be a prominent voice in the Senate. And so one day when he spoke to Lincoln and said, once more, we have to emancipate the slaves, Lincoln said to Sumner, I completely agree with your intention, but we're operating on a different clock, a different clock. So on January 1st, 1863, Lincoln did emancipate the slaves. He answered the question, what time is it? So friends, we operate on a different clock also. Yes, we live in Kronos time. Yes, Jesus in his life, teaching, death, and resurrection was a person in Kronos time. But because of our faith in him, we also live in Kairos time. Jesus offers to us possibilities that go beyond the ordinary times in which we live. So in conclusion, someone has once said, timing is everything. Is it time for you to reach out to someone who's suffering from loneliness, if not depression? Is it time for you to write a letter to someone with whom you want to mend a relationship? Is it time to open your checkbook with greater generosity to the church and Christian causes? Psychologists tell us that as we age, we are less and less likely to venture into new paths, to try new, try new things. But that's chronological time. But this is Kairos time that we're talking about. God offers to us the possibilities as we move forward in 2021 to be operating by a different clock. What time is it as a congregation? Let's go forward together in God's Kairos time. Amen. For the benediction, I want to remind us that on many Sunday mornings, Jeff began with a call to worship that I'd never heard before. At lunch on Wednesday, I asked him, and he told me that he combined the psalmist, this is the day the Lord has made, with his own words. I want to suggest that we conclude our worship by asking you to say, wherever you are and at what time of day you're watching this service, that you say this together out loud as our benediction. This is the day the Lord has made. We have not lived this day before and we cannot live it again. So let us live it well. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it.